time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. <laughs> and this is in the conversation, the podcast. <laughs> uh, you put a new spin on it. <laughs> yeah, man. I was trying. I don't know what. I, you know, I'm just trying to mix mix it mix it up. This thing called life. No doubt. Know? And trying not to be too monotonous, even though you know it's been Groundhog Day since a good old March. You know, switch it up as much as I can. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. How well, uh, you, man? What's good? Everything's good, man. You know, just you know, it's getting to the week. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's been a little, a little stress placed upon a nigga's shoulders and shit. But you know, it's all good. We taking care of it and handling it. But uh, other than that, man, it's just just work, rest, and repeat. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, 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 man. Shit. <laughs> hate to hear, nah, I hate to hear the stresses going on. I don't, I don't know if you want to expound on that, but uh, you know, um, nah, not, I mean, not not really. Okay. It's, it's not even my stress. It's just you know, what I mean, more responsibilities. Um, gotcha. You know, what I'm saying that I had to take care of as far as what we got going on. That's got all. it. Got it. Well, well, let's not stress the stress. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I hear, you. I hear you though. Relax. Would you say rest, repeat? What was the uh, what was the, <laughs> the that process? Was, I think that was the forty five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's way in the past. I was right. just I was just vamping, as you would say. <laughs> oh, okay, well, shit. Don't even worry about it. Y'all niggas ahead on the replay. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, man. I feel you. I feel you. I'm chilling, man. I'm out here trying to. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't say reset ain't the word. Just trying to, um, not even trying. I'm uh, working on whatever's next. Mm-hmm. Uh, working to center myself. I'm actually, I'm actually building a vision board. I've never done this before. I'm like a real physical vision board. I was like, man, let me see that. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it, and uh, you know, it's the top of the year, trying to manifest some new shit. And I never, you know, I've never really done it. I've done collages in my life and things of that nature, but I never, you know, it's very new agey, you know. But uh, I was like, man, let me, no, maybe not, maybe not. And it's the second time my new agey has been challenged today. I said that earlier today. Somebody was like, it ain't new agey. I was like, all right, fair enough. I guess it's current day. Hey, man, uh, it's new age, brother. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nah, but I'm just trying to do that. And, uh, it's been interesting just just gathering all the tools. You know, I had to go get me some poster board. I haven't bought no poster board in a little bit. And uh, so, I, you know, I ventured. First, I went to Staples. Staples is on some other shit. You know, like Staples, they want like $7 for, for poster board for one, for one little thing. I wound up going to a good Michael's, the mm-hmm. dollar. You know what I mean? Even better. You know what I'm saying? Better poster board and everything. So I got that. Then I was looking for some magazines. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't, I guess magazine, I guess the magazine game, not that we didn't notice, but, you know, magazines, are, they're not doing, print is not doing as good as it, you know, used to be. And uh, 
I guess since print isn't in the heyday, the price of print is going up. Like, your average magazine is like $8 now. Oh, like, wow. it's different. <laughs> yeah. Like, for like for $4 magazines, they talk about $8.799 for certain magazines. And you know, you don't never want to feel like when you're trying to get your full vision on, you don't want to be limited by your, by your price. But you got to be honest with yourself. But there's a moment where you're like, damn, can I not afford to have vision in 2021? <laughs> But uh, I figured some shit out. I got a couple things. I went to this place. The black I ain't seen no black magazines at the spot that I went to. And then I was a little upset because I was like, well, maybe I went too far out. Cause I went, I went, uh I went up to I took a drive. I went up to Westchester to a Barnes and Nobles there, because I figured, you know, it'll be less densely populated. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Still out here dodging droplets. So I was like, let me go somewhere where it's not a whole lot of people. Then I got there and then I kind of kicked myself because I didn't really see, you know, no, no, no melanin on the stands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Certain certain magazines was just not there. And I was like, damn, see, this is what you get traveling yonder. And <laughs> next thing you know, you don't see yourself. But then I called the place where I was going to go, the location I was going to go. They didn't even have it. So I don't know if it's, if it's something's going on in black media or if it's just I caught them at a time when it's between the last episode, the last issue and the, the new issue, whatever's mm-hmm. going on. It's not on the stands. I called about four different bars. And, and and which one you was looking for? I was looking for a few different things, man. I was looking for uh, some ebony, some essences, some, uh, you know, like, you know, just look at it. I just wanted to see some, some, some black living. I think you know those I mean? might so, be out of print right now. I didn't know that. I, I mean, I'm not that. sure. I can't confirm all the way, but I know Essence was on hiatus for a while during the COVID as far as uh, people working and stuff. Like, they, yeah, they furloughed a lot of people. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure if if the Ebony was, I mean, the Essence was out. And, you know, the Ebony was in turmoil before the pandemic. So I'm not sure if, I don't know when the last time I saw Ebony. Not saying that they don't yeah. print, but they might right, not be right. as you never, widespread. You never want to say that. Yeah, I just you know I hope I hope it all comes back because they they are corner you know the cornerstones of the culture. I did see a good XXL with the baby on the cover. Oh, that's what's but, up. Uh, yeah, that was cool, but I, it didn't really fit my vision. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was just a little you know I I you know I was looking for something a little bit more uh, broad and lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not just just money and cars, which is cool too. But you know, like I was trying to see something a little, little broad, a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, some different, some departure type shit. Nah, I get but, you. Uh, I get you. Yeah, man. So I got a few. I got a few mags. I started. I started cutting. I ain't really paced nothing yet. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's something. <laughs> that's something to do. That feels. It feels different. I mean, it feels different. I mean, being a Barnes and Noble, you know, uh, mm-hmm. expert, <clears throat> right? You know, you have to patch, the, especially early on. Like you, you definitely will have the essences and the vibes and ebony's, but you have to piece together a lifestyle for your a vision for yourself within all of what's going on, which is kind of like a microcosm of the world in itself. 
because you're living in this yeah. America and it's a, you know, very Eurocentric world and you, yeah. you have to piece together your lifestyle in between, you know? And so what I would do, I would just go by interest first, you know, mm-hmm. and then, then you will start, you know, kind of expanding on some, um, some, uh, you know, being a little more, uh, you know, I guess you would say challenging yourself, being a little more exploratory, you know what I mean? Right. So, so you might go to things that you might not normally fuck with. And then when you see shit in there that relates to you, then you know, it's like, oh shit, I didn't even know that that would relate. You know what I mean? Because you would have never looked at that shit. So it's that yeah. exploration that, that really gives the Barnes and Noble is its juice and the gusto. No, 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 and I'm with you on that. And I did do some exploring. I didn't just, you know, I didn't just stick to just the black publications. I was, I actually started with. Uh, it was more so themes. It was like I want to do some travel shit, you mm-hmm. know, uh, some 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 home luxury. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just something nice, a nice crib, something nice to come back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, then I was looking for stuff that like might've had, you know, good phrases and shit like that. But mm-hmm. you know, like, um, you know, that, that type of shit, right. all types of different things. But, um, right. what I was noticing one, I, again, I think the magazine game is, is getting smaller. Cause I remember, I remember going to certain Barnes and Nobles and the magazine section be about four to maybe five different shelves mm-hmm. of it just expand this was a good two shelf situation yeah so you, you played yourself you went out yonder yeah <laughs> i went out i went out yonder i should have i should have kind of kept it central new york city with it i might i might do another another dive back in yeah but um i'm not sure who, i ain't see a lot who's open i'm not sure who all is open now but um I think they're all open. Okay, Tribeca has a ex- nice section of 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 shit you don't okay. usually see in other Barnes and Nobles. They have a wider mm-hmm. range of shit. Uh, right. Brooklyn has a very um, diverse section of uh, magazines, uh, mm-hmm. so you you know you get quite a cross section there, which is a little more a little more melanin in Brooklyn than it is in Tribeca, but Tribeca give you more exploratory. So depending on right. what, what you're trying to do, but Tribeca, it, it, it closed earlier. So it might close at like six o'clock or some shit. So, you know, you oh, got to wow. go on the early side, which would be more crowded. Um, I'm trying to remember where the Tribeca one is at. Where's that at? It's, uh, it's on top of the Whole Foods. Whole Foods on, um, on uh, Greenwich. In the, oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, y'all. That's in the cut. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, take the escalator up to the joint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. They got nice yeah. books, though. Like, if you're looking, like, for, like, coffee table picture type of books and shit mm-hmm. like that, if you add that mm-hmm. to your viewing pleasure, they got a good, mm-hmm. they got a great uh, section of, of big books, big coffee mm. table type of books and Fashion type of books and architecture type of books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now that's I might have to, 
I might have to check that out. I gotta figure out. I might have to. I'm gonna try to do it on a, <laughs> on a Sunday or something. Again, I'm trying to. You know, I don't Sundays, really want to be Sundays around. be jammed up, so you you might want to yeah. rethink that. Sundays is um, it's like the Jewish dating day. Cause Sunday, the Jewish dating day. Yeah, because I I, I go to Barnes and Nobles on Sundays, but it depends on which one you go to. Like uh-huh. I was going to the one on like in Park Slope, and right. Every Sunday, it would be like maybe three or four uh, people who I guess from Jew date. Like, I think it's a site called Jew date, and uh, you could tell J date. I think it's J date. J date. Yeah, J date. Okay, so, cause it'll be like, you know, they be on a date, and you could tell they don't really know each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so they be having mm. these extensive conversations, which be throwing you off. So be like, ah. so that's how I ended up going to the Court Street one in in uh, Brooklyn. But Tribeca mm. on Sunday, they have, you know what I'm saying, it'd be, you know, two or three J-Dates going on as well as far and as other people just in there. So it'd be a little more Got crowded it. than usual. That's why I started going at night because it's, it's less traffic and, um, you know, you just easing, right. on da- easing on down to it. Yeah, I typically, my Barnes and Nobles, I typically go to the one in, on the Upper West Side, the one in, what's that, in the 80s on Broadway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll do the one on 72nd Street on the East Side. Right. Which is, uh, is that 80, is that 72nd or 86? I think that might be, no, nah, that's 72nd Street. I'm pretty sure that's 72nd Street on the East Side. Mm-hmm. Those are some good ones. The one on 72nd Street got a real crazy magazine section. Right. But, um, yeah. Anyway, I know we keeping it very local. No, nah, I mean, but you know, it's this Barnes, you know, this bookstores and in, in, in other right. areas, you know. Um, I it was funny you say you get into a little, you know, little home furnishing shit. It's actually I yeah. start in that section. Uh huh. Um, because I guess in my mind, I, I'm a fake architect. In my mind, yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and so. I I like the different styles and I like the the whole little uh, the the industry of of architecture. You know, I like what's going on with. It. I like the process of building something out of your mind and making it real. And that's the ultimate of that. And um and that's like a permanent structure. You know that can stand you know hundreds of years. So that's always interesting to me. So I start in that section because it's kind of like you start to get a vision of what's closest to you, like your home, like, okay, I could do this and mm-hmm. I could do that. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, cause you know, I ain't come up in no house that was like better homes and gardens. It was just a house. It had a couch, a TV it was clean. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It right. had maybe a few little, you know what I mean? Like custom touches, like, you know what I'm saying? Some custom mirrors or like a custom dining room table. But other than that, it was, you know, four walls and, and you know what I'm saying? A roof. So right. it wasn't a lot of uh, emphasis placed on design, you know. And before we were there, it was just, you know, you coming out of just, you know, you got some furniture and some food in the refrigerator. You, <laughs> That's it, player. Uh, but a friend of mine, his mom, her house, their their house was like better homes and gardens. It was like, you know what I'm saying, art. And she, she traveled and got you know, different kinds of art and shit. And, you know, she had an Arnie Burns and shit. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. And, you know, mm-hmm. they paid attention to the type of furniture it was. And, you know, at the time, I didn't understand what they were doing. I just knew it was nice. 
And you go in there right. and you could and the motherfucking um carpet got the the vacuum lines and the perfect structure in the V structure. And they just look right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it don't look like nobody supposed to walk on that shit. That's how I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That room nobody go into, that's how I look. So, but as you got older, you start to understand, oh, this motherfucker was really into design and 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 architecture and, and well-designed furniture. So, you know, as you get older, you's like, okay, you start to try to curate your life a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't really get into uh similar to you the the house was the house. You know what I'm saying? It was certain things in there, but it wasn't like it wasn't no real statement pieces outside of a floor model TV <laughs> or some shit like that or you know what I mean a big ass radio stereo you know what I mean system. some shit like yeah stereo <laughs> system but it wasn't you know it wasn't too many art pieces no Ernie Barnes and none of that shit actually nah no nah, not much just just photos of the family and whatever else you could find yeah. I didn't really I didn't really see shit till my sister and my brother in law when they moved when they moved into their crib, when they first got their crib, when they started, when they were looking and then they found the crib and then they started, you know, decorating it and furnishing in it and, and like, uh, doing, having a contractor come through to put various things in. Mm-hmm. That's when you started to hear, you know, just terms that you never heard before. This is a ranch house or this is this type of thing, or we're going to have some, uh, what do you call it? We're going to have recessed lighting here and we're going to do this. And you're like, Oh shit, that. And then further later on down the line, uh, in the conversation, alumnus, uh, Carla Radford's crib, when, uh, she had her spot done by, uh, I mean, she had a spot done by Courtney Sloan, who I only know because of Mm -hmm. that was the name that she said, yo, such and such, she's a beast. And I remember when it was all said and done, you looking at the spot, you're like, oh, this shit is fire. Oh, wow, this is different. I didn't even know you could do that type of thing. But, you know, Courtney Sloan was famous. She did all of the lobbies of, like, the entertainment companies. So, like, Bad Boy. She did the Vibe Lobby. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know when the, okay. the lobby was the office statement piece. You know, you come in and it's Man. like, oh, shit, I'm at Bad Boy. I'm at Def Jam. Right. So she did a Man, lot of those face. offices. Yeah. yeah. So that's how she got famous with that design stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I started to pay attention to it. Because it, it it does a lot. It does a lot. Because then that's when you, that's when your shit can start looking like wealth. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a little different. It's not, it's not just Ikea. You know what I mean? It's like, ooh, what is that? What kind of kind of throw pillows are those? <laughs> this nigga getting money. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm over here doing that type of thing. But the, the last thing I'll say on that, the the, the beauty of it is, is like mm-hmm. you're, you can, you understand that you can customize your life to your lifestyle, you know? It's like, yeah. we know we can customize our fashion. We know we can customize mm-hmm. our car. I guess that's be like your first little taste of it. You know, I'm gonna get these rims. I'm gonna get this radio. I'm gonna right. do the seats. Get, you know what I mean? But when you do it to your house, it affects your entire life. You know what I mean? It affects how you wake up. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah. I don't like to wake up. 
you know what I'm saying, in the total dark and had to get up and turn the light on and all that shit. I want my lights right. to just come on softly. You know, that type yeah. shit. You know, you can customize each piece of how you live when you really start thinking about your design and architecture in your house. You know, I need to put these types of windows here because the house is facing this way and that's where the sun comes up. And then on this side of the house is where it goes down. So we need these kind of windows so we can enjoy both. You know, it's, it's all of those types of things. And when you don't really have time to think about that kind of shit and you just living and getting up, going to work, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's parts of life that you can improve when, when you right. actually think about and execute those thoughts into your design and work with a professional that knows how to do that type of shit. Yeah. And you realize, <clears throat> well, I realize it could change. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. just cause you, you did this don't mean you got to stay with this. Like you could, you could switch this shit up easily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, change has always been some shit that I, I'd be slow to on a certain level. I could, I feel it. I could see it. Or, you know what I mean? But sometimes I might not act as quick as I should, you know? And then if we talking about, like, just home decor or just, you know, certain things, you could, uh, or even goals or whatever, you could always call an audible. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's very easy to be defined by what you feel like is your vision. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, damn, if that ain't my vision, then what is my vision? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you kind of got to, like you say, be quiet a little bit. <laughs> and maybe as you being quiet, you making little subtle, subtle changes mm-hmm. because then it'll bring things to light. Kind of like those, like you said, the lights coming on real slow. Sometimes the light don't always like that. Sometimes that bitch is slow to the motherfucker, mm-hmm. but then it's going to be bright in the room. And you're like, okay, <laughs> I see what I need to do here. Right. You know, right. so, uh, yeah. So, so back to how we started this. Yeah. What made you start a vision board? Um, uh, I feel like I just been seeing, a, you know, it's the top of the year, and I was I was coming across a lot of different people, uh, talking about their vision boards and manifestation, and you know, and obviously I've been in the house for months. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always looking for a project. And I'm like, well, damn, man, maybe I should, you know, I got into some arts and crafts. I was like, maybe I should go ahead and just get get me a damn, some poster board, some magazines, start tearing shit up and and put something together. You know, like it's it really was that. It was seeing that. It was just like, um, and it's a process, too, because, you know, I was looking at some YouTube videos. It's a pro- I was looking at some YouTube videos and... Um, the lady said, similar to what you were saying at the top of the, the conversation, but the lady was like, um, you know, kind of get your themes in order. Ask yourself, what do you want? What are your goals? Where do you see yourself? How do you want to feel? Like all of that, like real introspective shit that sometimes you might just rush past. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you might just go immediately. I'm just trying to travel. I want some fly shit. I want to feel like I'm, you know what I mean? I want to get some money. You know what I mean? I want to work. You know what I'm saying? I want to create this, that type of thing. But then it's like, well, what are the what are the bigger questions? Or like, what are some of the deeper questions? You know what I mean? Like, what do you, you know, and I've been trying to do that outside of just vision board shit. Like I said, I've been mm-hmm. every day writing some shit down, journaling just to see, 
if there's some themes in my thoughts or even themes of the type of stuff that I, you know, in my thoughts. That's the same thing I was about to say. Themes and the type of stuff I think about. It's, just, it's redundant. Mm-hmm. But it's just like trying to find some themes and find, like, connect some stuff. One for myself, just to see what's reoccurring. But then also just for, you know, when I when I get back to the world to performing and shit, like, you know, I was looking at a lot of my old material, listening back, watching shit, and I'm like, Okay, I touch on this a lot. I touch on that a lot. Why is that? Hmm. Or what can I do with that that's different? Or what can... You know what I mean? Like, it's just, again, uh, it's the time. You got the time to where you could really, like... It's kind of like, you know, when you're on a long flight mm-hmm. and you really... You, you mean, you're just on the flight. It's not like you can go anywhere. You could find yourself becoming a little bit more introspective or you could kind of feel ideas kind of coming to you or like if you're in the shower and shit, like ideas are come to you. I think like this kind of, uh, these, these months are just sitting around and I don't want to make it sound like, and it's funny cause I even still feel guilty for sitting around, even though it's a pandemic. I just, that shit just, you know, that's how you grow up. What you doing is sitting around, you know what I mean? But just like, you know, just sitting there with this time on your hands, you you you're there with your thoughts and you're there with like, you know, you start to reevaluate what you want out of life. You know what I'm saying? Uh you in your crib so often you like, well damn, how can I make this look a little different? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or uh you know what? I realize I do a lot of this. How can I uh make that process a little bit more streamlined or luxurious or whatever you know it's mm-hmm. just that type of thing it's just really like just looking within and uh it also challenging yourself to to go all out to want a lot to want more right. you know sometimes sometimes you could be unconsciously short-sighted you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you know, like it could, you could be you. You might think you think big, but you don't really. You could think bigger. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you put shit on the boards, like oh okay, or when you you cutting shit out, you know, push yourself. I saw somebody say that you gotta push yourself. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like make them make them goals big because this shit don't have to happen in 2021. This shit could happen a little longer, a little further along. So it's just like man, fuck that man. Dream big, you know, because it do feel like. You know, it feels like, you know, we've been on the sideline of the game for a while now. And it's just, there's a restlessness that's going on to where, like, man, when I get back in, coach, I'm going all out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Hey, man, the thing about it is, I mean, whether you call it new AG or somebody else says it's not, what it is is that it's an important work. It's the, right. it's the work on self that will benefit you throughout the rest of your journey. You know what I'm saying? This is not the type of work that you do or you get paid and then you do some other shit again. This the shit that stick. This the shit that that where you get to know yourself. You know what I mean? You get to understand how to communicate with yourself in a way that's not uh <clears throat> that's not in guilt or you know what I'm saying, like you say feeling guilty for sitting down. You know like once you finish this process, you won't have to feel guilty about how you move because you will know you know yourself and know how you want to move and you won't be working against yourself. And once you stop working against yourself, 
then shit, everything is limitless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to gotta work with you. Mm. So anyway, man, what's up with you, though? What's going on, man? What's, on your, what's going on on your side, man? I'm doing a little bit of what you're doing. Um, I actually uh, started that project that we alluded to last week, um, the, the mm. Narrative Podcast. So okay. I'm working on that now um, and seeing how it goes. I, I did a few interviews. And so that feels good to know that um, I'm working on a project that's mine. That's out of my head, a story that, you know, that I could put together from top to bottom and curate it and not necessarily execute someone else's plan or someone else's vision. You know, it's uh, one of the steps in the right direction for me, you know what I mean? Because because I can do a lot of things, I do do a lot of things. And sometimes you just need to do the things that you need to do for yourself. And this is one of those things. So. Um, it feels good. It's, it's actually an extension of what you're talking about, because sometimes there's thinking and doing the internal work. And then there's the external work of actually taking the steps in the real world to change your scenario. And um, in in starting this project, it feels like I'm changing my scenario already because, right. you know, what I'm saying it's something it's, it's like taking full ownership and responsibility for a piece of work that will go out into the world and live just like an architect's building, you know what I mean? Or Courtney Sloan's lobbies or her design work. You know, this is some work that I feel like I could put out in the world and it could stand the test of time and be there. And, you know, then you do the next one. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm working on that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, other than that, just out here in the aid, like you said, <laughs> dodging the, the COVID and shit. Mm, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's real crazy. crazy. I mean, it's like, it's funny because out here, not only is it wide open, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like niggas is doing all of the nigga shit. On top of being outside in the clubs and the bars, you know what I'm saying? It's a uh, it's an Instagram. I, I don't even somebody put me onto it, and I'm gonna have to take it off. I'm gonna have to unfollow it because what it does is like what's what what's one of those crime apps like the neighborhood crime apps? Oh, okay. Well, they just showing all of the wild yeah, COVID. It's, it's like the, activity going not on. Wild COVID, just the crime. It's, so it's like the. Crime oh, world star, okay. you know what I'm saying? So okay, yeah. so people send in every time something happens. So it's like right now, I don't know what's going on to where you know they of course they breaking in a lot of cars, but right. but they like stealing the tires off of cars and shit, like in garages at apartment buildings and shit. A lot of them right around here in yeah. Buckhead, you know what I'm saying? So it's like oh shit, it's like. Yeah. You know, every day is four cars on bricks. Like, like, yeah, damn. Then somebody gets shot. And you realize it'd be a lot going on, more than you realize. Because, you know, before I signed up to the app, I, you know, I didn't run into no motherfucking crime. And now it's just surrounding me, you know what I mean? And it's funny because I once told my wife to stop looking at the damn neighborhood crime app 
in Brooklyn. Because right, right, it's right. all kind of shit be happening that don't affect you that you would never know about unless you read unless you watching the app. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so watching the app, boy, feel like it's boy, it's wild, wild west. But in in real life, that shit be going on all the time anyway. But you don't be outside at three in the morning, or if they don't hit your car, you don't know, or somebody a car on your block or in your garage, you don't know. But now this shit, right. boy, it's like damn, everybody getting hit, getting murdered, niggas getting shot, niggas getting shot in these clubs that they ain't supposed to be at. Stab yeah, shit, some crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> fights in the club. And then, what do you do with all that information? Because now all you do it is waiting for the shit to come towards you. Hmm. You looking, hoping your car don't wind up on bricks. You know what I'm saying? Or you shit. You like, you looking each, you looking left and right as you go out everywhere. Because <laughs> now you got all of this, this fucking uh, crime stimuli right. that's being, yeah, fucking mainlining. You know. Yeah, you got to be cool on that. Yeah, me, you know, me, like me, I'm always keep my head on the swivel. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, mm-hmm. but. Now it's like shit. <laughs> These niggas out here jacking. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I mean, shit. I guess since we've last talked, we should, I guess, uh, talk about these motherfuckers running up in the damn capital. Like you know, it's funny because I some yeah. I just yeah, man. It's funny that that shit happened. What mm-hmm. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And just off the strength of how everything's been going. You know, with everything that's going on, whether it's COVID, whether it's all of this political shit, all of this Trump dumb shit, uh, it was like I was talking to somebody and they brought it up and I, I almost not forgot about it, but it just felt like it was so long ago. But uh, just the way that the news cycle works, I guess, because I feel like you've seen it covered everywhere, mm-hmm. but we haven't spoken since then. But that shit was... Some other shit Like it, You know This is my My take on it Was just like I don't want to say It was some other shit Because It wasn't as if We didn't see this coming mm-hmm. You know You've seen You've seen And we've I think me and you Have probably even Joked about it But I've definitely Remarked on the fact And even maybe Even laughed At the audacity Of Trump saying You know I don't believe In a peaceful transfer Of power Right. It's not like this man hasn't telegraphed all of this shit. <laughs> like this this cat was not hiding his hand. He wasn't playing his cards close to his vest. He was saying all of this shit. He was speaking to these people, whether it's stand back or stand by and all of this other shit mm-hmm. to, you know, like to the to the little speech right before the shit jumped off. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to mobilize and activate these people that he's got it in their heads. These these like Fucking uh, insurrectionist, yeah, these <laughs> insurrectionists that, yeah, or even what I'm trying to think like, not even just insurrectionists, but like he's brainwashed these, yeah, these insurrectionists, but these people that had like they truly believe, or at least you know, at least they're willing to maybe if they don't all the way believe, they believe in Trump so much that they're willing to fight for whatever he tell them, mm-hmm. and Trump got them believing that. The election was rigged. They stole the shit from him. Meanwhile, he might have stole the first shit. Who knows? Exactly. But either way, you know what I mean? Like he got Whatever. these motherfuckers. Yeah, right. Let's let's not look past the, you know. 
But he got these people riled up like, yo, they they fucking attacking our democracy. Y'all need to, y'all need, basically his shit was like, y'all need to do some shit about this. I'm going to be at the house. He going to be at the house. They going to be at jail. (laughs) (laughs) I hope they going to be in jail. I'm seeing motherfuckers getting cuffed up and I'm hoping that there's some real due process. I'm hoping that this shit ain't just no aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? For optics, let's lock these people up. Because I already read some story where one of the people who allegedly is a shaman, he needs, due to his shaman diet, he needs organic food. You're talking about a, sh- holding a, a shaman? A shaman, pardon yeah, me. No, shaman, no pardon yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he's a shaman and he needs like organic food. Then they already conceded they're going to get him organic food. And I'm like, man, this <laughs> this is some other shit. But lastly, more than anything, because I wasn't super surprised, I mean, I'm always surprised with this Trump shit. It's to the point where it's almost like, it's almost like you're so stunned by the last shit that you'll be stunned by this shit, but it'll go away fast because the last shit was some bullshit. So it's almost like it neutralizes the surprise element of it all because this motherfucker's pushed the envelope further than most people could even fathom. Mm-hmm. But... I, you know, you see the refrain of if these were black people, which we know to be true, but I'm even tired of that because how I saw this shit was just a flex. Even if, even if the, the root inspiration was to, uh, right the wrongs and snatch back the presidency for Trump, Mm -hmm. there's also this part of it. That, you know, the white privilege, white supremacy part that's reeking of, yeah, we gonna do this because we could do this. Like, mm-hmm. this is some shit y'all niggas could never fathom. Yeah, y'all would be dead on arrival. Y'all wouldn't even make it up the steps. Like, this is just yet top tier entitlement. It's like a flex of the fact that they don't even cover their faces. The fact that they saying where they, they live, what their first and last name is. They booking flights <laughs> under their real name. No aliases. Like they don't even consider the consequences. Like mm-hmm. that's a certain type of fucking entitlement to. And these are not motherfuckers that are like, wealthy like that they just they just entitled based on their skin color based on the fact that they white and this is their america and this is what they chose to do and there's still special people and trump loves them all that shit is crazy to me what do you think well you know i think they went into it blindly you know what i mean Mm -hmm. he said go they went okay you know what i mean they they bust up in there. I would respect them more if they actually had bust up in there. But, you know, right. some people open some doors for them. You know what I'm saying? They let them walk through. They took some <laughs> selfies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Congressmen right. came down, pushed the back door, just how we used to push the back door to get the crew and the Lukes on the beach. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they, they ain't, you know, heartily kicked the door down. But, okay, they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, you know what I mean? And they did it based off of they could and, and they whatever the, they don't think of no consequences or whatever. But here's the problem. Now, when the federal government starts to label a group of people, you know what I'm saying? As they, you know, in 2001 it was the terrorist, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In in 
whatever in the 80s it was the commies you know what i mean or whatever right. the 70s and whatever it was it was the commies and once they start giving you these labels right then just how you see with the no fly the no fly list right right the no fly list you you end up on a no fly list and mm-hmm. but but see that's just where it starts because we already voted in something ironically called the Patriot Act, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm, but that was yeah. supposed to be for the tourists. You know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah. But now that's gonna be for the insurrectionists. <laughs> so at this point, they got full right to just be in your business. No matter if it ain't it ain't got nothing to do with what happened there. Whatever you do from now on. They got the right yeah. to be in your shit. And ain't nothing you could do. You know what I mean? Because mm. that's just how the Patriot Act worked. It could happen to anybody. But once you get a title, then you're in a group of people that it happens to. So, like, when they had it for the terrorist, a nigga like Ali Muhammad, who ain't even never been to the Middle East. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ends up on a no-fly list that you got to prove that you not, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you got to go in there and tell right. them where you was born, where your mama was born, where, you know what I'm saying, what hospital. You be like, right. listen, man, <laughs> we from the plantation side of this shit. So, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not affiliated with the, with the people you talking about, but- they be in your shit, you know what I mean? When you try to send somebody some money, they stopping it. You call, hey, you know, yeah, we see where you send it, but, you know, State Department has that. Right. That's right. part of the Patriot Act. And, you know, what people didn't understand when they voted for that shit is it could happen for anybody. It could happen to anybody. Just so happens today is the insurrectionists. So anyway, you know, I see what they did, you know what I mean? You know, some of it, you know me. I be looking at it with a lot of scrutiny. Some of it, it looked like it was just a plan. To, you know, people who went there to do exactly what they did. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a protest that overflowed and got riled up. But they did it. They showed their motherfucking privilege and wilded it out. And now, you know, I guess Biden had to fix all this. But, you know, it's just it's just Stokes the division of what's going on but then ironically it it brings two sides together that wouldn't have never been together you know what i'm saying so like the more conservative republicans and them they're they're shit they're closer to biden than ever right now it's like well shit we rather this motherfucker than this motherfucker you know what i mean he's so you know, you could say it works in a way that helps bring the more the more moderate population of America together versus the radicals. When before it was radicals on both sides and then the moderates on both sides didn't agree at all and had no common ground. So maybe maybe it works. Maybe Trump did what he said he was going to do. Try to make America great. Maybe America could pull itself <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Maybe the nigga was right. <laughs> yeah. Not in the way we'll that they see. thought. Right, right, right. I mean and we'll, we'll see. I don't, you know, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Uh I didn't even think about that, the fact that 
Yeah, they're definitely going to leverage this to to pry even more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This is definitely going to expand the scrutiny of the government and, uh, you know, because it's all now for your safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like they don't have some shit that they could point to, even though we wasn't involved in none of that shit or rarely it was like three or five black people I seen on the whole right. shit that stormed the joint. Right. But, uh, I mean, black people, we always, got, we gonna always be under the scope. We was under the scope already. So that ain't even, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Then you got Trump who's about to be back to back impeached, which don't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's going to hang his jersey in the fucking broom closet, man. That shit is ridiculous, though. Well, this nigga back to back impeached, baby. Well, they say if he get impeached for this, he loses the pension and the two the right. $200,000 a year, which, you know, probably ain't shit to him. The million dollar travel budget, that could help on some jet fuel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But- and the Secret Service detail, that's important shit. Now you you wide you out there on your own, wild, wild west. <laughs> right, right. You out in the streets. He gone, but it's funny that it takes a second impeachment for him to lose all of that shit. <laughs> he got you know what I mean? Like the first impeachment don't even count no more. That you got a second with that shit. This cat here, I can't wait till, you know. Till we get some distance from this shit. Because even in the moment, even in the moment, there's points where it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, the shit is so ridiculous. Like, there's a lot of hate this man stirred up, so I'm not completely letting him off the hook. But the shit is so ridiculous that it is hilarious. Like, right. the motherfuckers done some shit to it. Like, I... Yo, I haven't had no laughs like this. And obviously, this is not always a laughing matter. There's been some fucked up shit. But just the shit that this cat has done has totally, like, this is, like I said before, well beyond what I could fathom. You know what I mean? Like, this motherfucker really, he changed the game. (laughs) Not for the best, but he absolutely, his, his documentary is going to be compelling as fuck. (laughs) <laughs> this Tiger Woods documentary is as good as everybody says. I know this Trump doc is going to be crazy. You, is it out? The Tiger Woods? I believe the first half is out. I haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing a lot of people tweeting about how good it is. Some people are saying it kind of makes him look like a villain, and he, you know what I mean. Like it's they make him seem a little bit more sinister than really, you know, right. beyond just cheating on his, I mean, his wife yeah. or whatever. I mean, how still mean, what else is sinister about him other than he <laughs> he liked to f- fuck? Right, right. You know. Shit. Us. You yeah, know more sinister than Bill Clinton, who probably was way more sinister. Yeah. Cause he had the license yeah. to kill motherfuckers. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. So he could he could get away with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the way get away with you know what it. I mean? So <laughs> shit. Uh-huh. We talk about Tiger. <laughs> oh shit, man. Not that I'm a yeah. huge fan, but shit. I know. Yeah, I, mean, I see what they trying to, they took the man down on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They tried to make a whole, if they could have made a crime out of this shit, they would have. Yeah. If it could have took him to jail, but shit, he did yeah. what a whole bunch of motherfuckers out here do. Get yeah. caught. Basically. He was actually yeah. the motherfucking victim. Yeah, he they, they <laughs> should, him and his exhibition or whatever his explorer, whatever his whip was. I think it was a kid, it was yeah, Escalade. His Escalade, she tore that tore that yeah, shit. Yeah, she was whooping yeah. his ass out the door. 
<laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check it out, see what it is. True indeed. Uh, True indeed. Yeah. So that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this movie, uh, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw I saw uh, somebody post that, the ad for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that shit's good, man. It's a, it's basically a movie with um, Zendaya and John David Washington. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's written and, I want to say, directed by Sam Levinson. Sam Levinson is the, the cat that Zendaya works with on Euphoria. So the two of them got a nice little chemistry because mm-hmm. I actually just watched the most recent maybe about a week or two ago, the most recent Euphoria special. Mm-hmm. And uh, she know, like, she's a beast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was never really, I didn't, you know, I didn't know Zendaya from the Disney shows or whatever like that. I Only my introduction to her was uh, when, uh, I forget, Juliana Rancic tried to, I think she had dreads on, tried to call her, <laughs> tried to say she smelled like she smoked weed because she had dreads <laughs> on. So I saw that was my introduction. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. They going in on Shorty. But then, like, watching Euphoria, seeing her get her act on, she's a beast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, this last special, due to these now, you know, these COVID parameters, you can't go scene to scene and location to location. So the uh, the basically the entire episode of the, the Euphoria special is just basically her talking with her sponsor at a coffee shop and it's mm-hmm. mad lines. Like it's a, it's a <laughs> long ass conversation that, you know, like I just, I'm just impressed by the fact that, you know, you memorized all of them lines you got, you know, obviously you're an actor, that's the job, but like the way you processed it. But now this Malcolm and Marie shit is basically the same thing. It's basically, it's basically a two hour argument between, you know, a, a husband and wife, um, a black husband and a wife. And, it ranges, it goes all over the place. It gets, you know, it gets dirty, it gets foul. It's uh it's wild. It's wild. It's intense. It's uh but it's well acted. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit is well acted, it's well put together. It was it was some shit. It's 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 definitely worth checking out. I, I really, I really fucked with it. What I was also digging is um Zendaya put up like a million dollars to produce it, so she oh. owns the movie or oh. has strong equity in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a power move too. Go ahead, Zendaya, yeah. making yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying, turning your boss into your you know what I'm saying, into your team. You know what I mean? To your peer. Listen, I got this million. I'm gonna throw on it. Why don't you come direct this shit for me? Right, yeah. right. Let's go ahead and do this. Yeah, let's bust this million down real fast. Go get us. Let's go get us an Oscar. She get an Oscar, or some shit like that. Then that's gonna be crazy. But uh, yeah, what is, what is it about? So basically, John David Washington plays a, a film director, mm-hmm. and um, it opens up with them coming home from, I guess, the screening of the film. He screened the film for the media like this was the big screening or whatever and there was a party afterward and like um you know lady from the press from the la times was like fawning over the movie you know saying he's the next mm-hmm. uh barry what's it barry what's my man's name from moonlight barry williams barry uh what's barry jenkins barry jenkins next barry jenkins next spike lee you know all this type of shit mm-hmm. and um uh, 
you know, they're getting in the crib. And I don't want to fuck it up. I just set it up for you. I, um, and Zendaya, his lady, is tight about something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, what's going on? You all right? What's the, what's the deal? And she's like, nah, nah, let's, let's, let's just, um, you know, let's just go to sleep. Don't even worry about it. And then, uh, you know, you know how that be. I said, nah, let's talk about it. So then that unravels. <laughs> unravels Famous the whole, last words. Yeah. Let's talk let's get about into it. it. <laughs> you sure? Nah, I think, I don't think it's, you know, like gave him the out. Like, dog, I don't think this is not the time. This is not going to be a productive conversation. You know, all of the shit that said prior to the big inferno. And that shit turns into going at each other. They sparring. It's a real toxic ass arguing and you know and it's some shit like it, it it hit home you know it's people you know in a relationship you don't always see that side you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying especially on the big screen especially with black couples oftentimes like I could count on maybe one hand where I've seen like that type of thing and one of the things that I always think about was like on Survivor's Remorse there was a good scene between I think my man's name was Ron Rico and I forget his last name in Tiana Paris in one one season where it's like they kind of get the argument shit right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And not that this is this goes they go they go hard. You know what I'm saying? So there's it gets ugly, mm-hmm. you know. But a lot of that type of shit gets ugly. So it's just something to see. Like you like wow, you know. And it's it is it's visceral you know what i'm saying again it's like well acted because again it's really just them in the house right. you know it's not no cut to we in this scene or we at the car or whatever it's just in this house and we you know we might go from room to room you know what i'm saying but we we in the house at the end of the night and we airing these grievances right. we getting this shit off and uh and it's and the way, you know, the way it ends, it's not, it's kind of open-ended on a certain level. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you, it doesn't really give you a concrete resolution, which is which is oftentimes how shit be. You right. know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I just thought it was a, it's a, it's a good-ass movie. It's a good movie. So, yeah, I saw that, and I enjoyed that shit. I think it comes out on Netflix in, in February, but that was fire. So, what you saw um, they, you know, they've been doing these little screeners. It's screening season now, you oh. know, and the screeners, oh, you, you know, you get so the now link. I get the link now. Now it's the, and they, you know, <laughs> the link is the, and the link is like the link. They be on it too. They, they, yo, we call, yo, put your phone number in here. We're going to text you, make sure it's you and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing. And they, they, they trying to get tight on the link. Cause I, I definitely wanted, you know, the, the people, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When I don't, I don't want to wind up on the no fly zone. Right, right. And I don't want to stay fly. You know? But, Goddamn uh, yeah. Entertainment insurrectionist. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to get on Netflix's bad side. <laughs> During award season, you all the way out the conversation. Right. But, uh, yeah, man. So I saw that shit. That was good. I'm trying to think of, I watched some other shit too, but that that's really that. That's probably one that I was like, yo, this is this is it. This is fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's that's it. You about watching anything? Oh, I don't know if you watching it. There's what? a show on Showtime called Your Honor. I ain't even Have we got talked Showtime. about that? Okay. It's a show on Showtime called Your Honor. And um it's good, man. It's Brian Cranston, 
from mm. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, he plays a judge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, his son does some some shit, some wild shit. Like, uh, you know, accidentally, but does some shit that, like, has grave consequences. And, you know... Um, I mean, yeah, I don't want to spoil the shit for anybody that hasn't seen it, but he does some shit that has grave consequences, and he kind of he kind of tries to, like, escape the responsibility of it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, like, overwhelmed by what happened. You know what I mean? And in a panic, he kind of just, he just, he's trying to, to you know, shake that shit off. Mm-hmm. So he basically breaks down tells his father you know his father's a judge he tells his father yo this is what happened his father's like nah we gotta we gotta answer to that let's go ahead let's make this happen so they go to go answer to the situation they go to the police to kind of you know it's a crime obviously it's a crime that's been committed but you know to kind of uh surrender himself or surrender himself surrender his son and then when he gets to the spot he sees who the crime affected and thinks differently based on the stakes and circumstances of who the crime affected. It was like, nah, it's probably best that we just suppress this whole shit. It's mm-hmm. just me and you. We the only motherfuckers that know. As long as you stay solid, I'll stay solid and we're going to be good. And obviously, you know, things unfold. Um, people are starting to get shaky. Uh, you know, it's certain things starting to lead back slowly, but you know, this cat is a judge, so he's got <laughs> ranking in the community. So he starts to put a few plays in order and he got a couple people that are, that are hold him down and he knows how to do the dance. You know what I mean? To kind of spin people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it's basically like, it's just like a, a, a countdown to when this shit is going to come back to when this is really going to blow up in their face. And on the way, it affects some other people, uh, namely some black people. So there's a part of that shit that it gets you tight. You're like, ah, <laughs> here we go with this shit. Because, you know what I mean? Here it go. Motherfuckers at the brunt of the shit again. You know what I mean? But overall, so far, so good. It's been a pretty interesting show. Uh, you know, that was a vague ass uh Nah, that's good. <laughs> no, no spoilers. But, yeah, I try not to, cause your man, I forget your man's name. Some cat spoiled the fuck out of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which was pretty good. I enjoyed that shit. But he kind of killed, he killed me off on Twitter. And I was like, ah, uh, nigga, that shit was so funny. I <laughs> Damn, man, this nigga spoiled the shit out of it. I'm like, my nigga. But uh, but you know what? I think that's probably spoiler karma, cause I think I probably spoiled. Yeah, a bunch we've of shit we've on this spoiled mic. plenty shit on this mic. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> So, so it came back to haunt me. Uh, that's, uh, man, I ain't been watching <laughs> shit. I've been watching the bowl games, uh, shit like that. Uh-huh. I've okay. been watching the NBA, trying to mm-hmm. catch, see what's happening with, you know, the NBA. Uh, tripping on Kyrie, on what the fuck he on. I thought he, he, went yeah, on, he went on a whole thing about how, you know, he ain't, the media was this and that, and then he was gonna. They was gonna do what they was gonna do. This nigga ain't even playing. 
Because he don't want to. Because he said, I don't feel like it. That was his, right. re- that was his reason, right? The nigga That's is four wild. games in. He still ain't back. Oh, I didn't know he took all four games. I thought it was no, just one nigga, game. No, nigga, he ain't oh, back yet. Nigga, it's four games in. <laughs> they done seen him in the motherfucking club in Jersey for a sister's birthday. This uh, nigga is living life, man. And I'm curious what's going on because he's been bugging out. Like I don't want to say bugging out, but he has been going. He's going against the grain all the way, even just saging the 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 uh, the arena before the game and he tripping, dog. The, yeah, he's bugging out, man. I'm curious. What is what's at the root of this shit? I, don't, I mean, he might have wanted a break, but goddamn, nigga, you've been hurt. In multiple seasons, so you had plenty of breaks. You was you didn't play last season. You you had a break, and again, I'm just a bystander. He the one got to work and and live in this shit. But the thing about it is that, you know, you want to be, you want to get the respect of a leader and a, a player mm-hmm. who who comes and controls the tempo and and brings a team to a place. Then you got to you got to be the leader, you know what I'm saying? He want to be the leader and he want to be the nigga that don't give a fuck, and that don't match, right? You know what I'm saying? The leader can't not give a fuck, yeah, because you hold the standard. Now, what if KD want to say, ah, you know what? I want to party with my sister for her birthday. You know, I'm gonna take four mm-hmm. days off. You know, that could mean the difference between a different seed in the playoffs and all that shit. You know, I know he feel like he can come back and just be who he going to be. But, hey, you know what I'm saying? That shit is a trip. It it, it hurts your case as oh yeah, as the dude you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Now KD going to lead the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because last time we spoke about Kyrie, I guess that night I think we spoke, he got busy. The two of them, mm-hmm. they was looking great. And then I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. What, what's on this kid's mind? Yeah, plus he know they're going to be great. Because both of them are top-notch players. Takari is is a dope-ass player. He just ain't He ain't no leader. You know what I'm saying? As much shit as he like to throw on LeBron, LeBron yeah. took the responsibility of the whole shit. Right. That motherfucker don't right. miss no games unless it's a motherfucker reason. You know what I'm saying? He got it. He gonna get on the mic every night and have to explain whether it's good or bad, win or lose, whether he sucked or you know what I'm saying he had a triple double. Right. You know what I mean? That's that come with the whole shit. I think when LeBron came in the game, it was a lot of scrutiny around the league because it was Allen Iverson era. You know what I'm saying? And Allen Iverson was you know being doing Allen Iverson. And so they were like, right. hey, listen, man, we about to get this nigga up out of here. You know what I'm saying? And none of the rest, we going to change these rules. So y'all don't even think about following that template. So when LeBron came in the league, he was already on that shit that Jordan was on when they was veterans. Yes, yeah, so, you know, we took the game plan and we wanted to make it so that, uh, you know, the team put in all the work as a team and we won this game as with discipline and we're going to look forward, we're looking forward to the next game. We don't want to think about this anymore. You know what I'm saying? He had that as a high school player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, was, he, was, he was built for that shit. Right. Yeah. And so it's like when people like to just talk stats or who's the best and all that shit, 
you know, that's cool. But at the end of the day, it's a whole lot of other shit that go along with being that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like Tom Brady ain't Tom Brady just because he motherfucking winning games. Tom Brady be doing the whole shit. Like, now that he in Tampa, mm-hmm. playing for the Buccaneers, who was like the Clippers of the NFL the whole time I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And to see him getting busy, you know what I'm saying? He ain't, you know what I'm saying, the number one team. But in the playoffs, you see this motherfucker know how to get that shit done. You know what I'm saying? They made the playoffs? They yeah, made the playoffs, playoffs now. Nah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. He uh-huh. getting shit done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you can see. He got but, a standard. Yeah. He got a standard to live up to. The motherfucker yeah. brought his homeboys. He, he like the LeBron. He like, shit, mm-hmm. I'm going to lead the Patriots. I'm bringing Grokonski with me. Gronk mm-hmm. did that fake ass retirement and then went to the motherfucking Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? The nigga brought AB back out the motherfucking dust. And them, wow. them niggas out there getting busy. Cause but he ain't taking no days off talking about he wanna be in the club and shit. He 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 out there to play ball. It's a difference between them type of cats and what Kyrie trying to do. Yeah. I'm just curious what he's trying to do. What is motivate? What's the motivation behind this shit? Is it I'm, is it deeper than just a motherfucker just not wanting the responsibility of leading or just being stressed out by the game? Or if it's you know what I'm saying? Like maybe yeah. I'm looking too for you know, obviously, you know, I mean, my man, you ain't showing up to work and this <laughs> this is your big job. Right. This ain't even like this ain't no this ain't fucking Walgreens. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this is this is change right. your whole lifestyle type of shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't get it. And I see people say, you know what I'm saying, he you know, he's the person he needs a day off to. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. The nigga done had many days off and a whole bunch of seasons. You know what I'm saying? Right, this right, that's true. Yeah. This ain't the part of the season where you take a day off. I mean, I guess theoretically it is because it's not, the, it's not that bad. It's not yeah. the important part. But right. especially when you trying to catch a chemistry with a new teammate and you know what I'm saying? Y'all is is center of attention in this shit unless he just trying to make a point of like, man, fuck y'all. I'm out here. You know what I mean? I ain't going to call him crazy. I ain't going to say, he, you know what I'm saying, it's mental health. It, but it is a conscious decision. Whatever he trying to do, this is what he doing. And it's going to make it a lot more difficult for what he trying to get to. Because once you get to them playoffs and shit, every little headline matters. Every storyline matters. So just like, like Pandemic P. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit affects Paul George when they start saying that shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, know, you get out the game, you done had a badass game, you open up the motherfucking internet, and niggas calling you mm-hmm. Pandemic P. <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy. And what's so crazy is you didn't even, it, it just happens. Like, it's not even like you kind of felt it in the arena because the crowd was saying some dumb shit right. or they was booing. You just got done. Right. And then you cracked the app open and they are killing and they you. They're killing you. And you uh, and you and it and it's fucked up because they they basing it off of some shit you said. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like he he, yeah. he was like playoff P. And then you get in the playoffs and then you stinking the shit up. <laughs> Niggas start calling you right. pandemic P. Oh, that's terrible. Passing it to motherfuckers that ain't there. Yeah, he, he, he's shaking. They got him a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Hopefully he bounced back. 
Th- I'm curious how the how the relationship with Katie and Kyrie's going to be now if, with all of this. Nah, I'm not doing it this week. You know what I'm saying? It's got to. <laughs> at some point, it's the shit got to hit this. At some point, motherfucker, like, fam. KD going to be like. Bucking right here. Going to be like, trade this nigga, man. Yeah, get him out of here. Oh, shit. Anyway. I'm also watching the internet. And what you seeing on this internet the besides money. this bus it challenge? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Uh, that means some of I, I caught a like the the first couple of days I caught a, a couple interesting ones, but the rest is once they get mainstream, then it's a lot of bad editing. You know what I'm saying? Bad yeah, angles, that, yeah. bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dusty cameras, like the first moral few, stances, right? <laughs> I don't, I, you, know, you know, it's it's just tired. It's okay. It's over. Right, but right, right. the funniest shit was uh, last night, Mary J's birthday party or whatever. And her and Tyrese. You seen that shit? You seen her and Tyrese? No. Oh, this? nigga. Her and Tyrese are gearing up to take a picture. You know, Mary got on uh-huh. her birthday outfit with a with a with a dress. You know what I'm saying? With a you know uh-huh. with a long split with a thigh out right, yeah. So you know yeah, you know yeah. how the girls do that little horse dance and shit to put their leg up, you know what I mean. So she was doing that. What's the horse dance? You know when they when they, they when they put their little toe up the the tilt their little leg out and to poke the little hip out to, so you get the round curvature. Oh, okay, would it? Where they point in the the toe in the air, kind of. No, they point it to the grounds, like like say. Oh, okay, yeah, I know. You, you know what I'm talking about. They call that shit the horse dance. Yeah, that's how that horses the horse dance. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> that is true as shit. That's funny as hell. But go ahead, I got it now. I got it perfectly. So, so, go so Mary is getting into her perfect horse dance and shit with her dress. She looking good and shit. Leg glistening from whatever type of moisturizer she got. Yeah, Tyrese, he out here. He recently about to be divorced. You know what I'm saying? He 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 feeling good about himself. So he, I guess he thinks he's gonna put his hand on her thigh. Ah, he went on. And as as he was getting closer, you know, Mary, you know how motherfuckers start looking down and shit, looking at you like I know this nigga ain't about to put his hand on my thigh. And as he gets closer. Mary J in the classic of all classic shit says, mm-hmm. "Hey, hey, 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 nigga! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all this happy birthday shit! Hold she on, like, nigga, what you do? She like, hey, 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 nigga! And he, you know, what I'm saying he, uh-huh. he tried to smile it off, and then she got back in her little pose, and they took the picture. But that shit was funny than the motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta see that, but I missed that. Yeah, I got. Check hey, that just out. go to Twitter and type in a a a a nigga. A y e a y e a y e nigga, and it's gonna come up. <laughs> that is funny, man. That shit, that's funny. Or you could type yeah, in nah. Monet because everybody was like, "Oh, Mary J turned into Monet right quick." <laughs> that shit, that shit is funny. Yeah, I got, I got check that shit. That out, shit man. crazy. That shit's funny. Speaking of watching the internet, um, one thing I saw, shout out to my man Wes Manchild. We was uh we was chopping it up about a bunch of shit. And uh and it's about Anderson Pop and uh Anderson Pack. I don't know how you say his last name, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how we fuck with him. You know, how he been, he been getting off crazy, right? Um, he spit some crazy shit on the, the new Jasmine Sullivan album that's been going crazy. And then, uh, so we was talking about him and his man knowledge. You know, they do the they do the the shit together. I always I always call it by the titles. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. This is EXO, whatever. I forget the the name of their um. The, is it no worries. I forget the name of their their squ- their squad or whatever. But uh, it's him and knowledge when they get together. But then he was telling me the kid knowledge has been um. That's basically one way to kind of not shop his beats, but just to keep his beats out there. He's been taking performances like viral freestyle performances, like, you know, old Dusty Braid Meek, mm-hmm. for instance, or like Meg Thee Stallion's L.A. Leakers freestyle. He isolates the vocals from them shits mm-hmm. and then puts his own beats under the shits mm-hmm. on some blend shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's doing it. And he just puts them shits up his videos. That shit is one of the most genius ways I've seen producers put their shit out in the world because it totally changes the shit. Mm-hmm. It totally changes to a whole different vibe. And it's just like, it's a, such a simple idea, but I never seen nobody do it. Like he taking these, you know, like again, like these classic viral moments, you know what I mean? Where these people are going all in and he just pulls them beats out and puts his shit in there. And it recontextualizes the whole shit. Mm. It's pretty L. So yeah, I, you check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say What's I posted again? on the Facebook page. It's uh, I think his name is Knowledge. I'll send you. The, I'm gonna send you the shit. I'll, I'll I'll forward it to you. Actually, I might even post it on my social media somewhere so the people could access it. They like. Shit, oh, you gonna shit. send it to that nigga, and you ain't gonna send it to us? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, cause you know, you know, a nigga be saying, yeah, we gonna post it to the Facebook page, but that shit don't never happen, so I don't even like to say that you, shit. You gonna send it you know, to him, man. but you ain't gonna send it to us? <laughs> right, 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 right. This motherfucker, what, what you talking about it then? <laughs> you know, fuck yeah. kind of podcast is this? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, deadbeat content sharing ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway Oh shit man You got anything else You want to talk about Anything else going oh, on man. <laughs> Nah man I just want everybody To be be safe out here In these political ass American ass streets You know what I mean yeah. With all that's going on With the pandemic And the motherfucking The, the virus And the goddamn all this shit, man. It's just it's a whole lot going on. So, you know, as 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 Marshawn Lynch would say, you know what I'm saying, keep your mentals, you know what I'm saying, protect your chicken. You know what I mean? Cause that shit that 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 resonate that little speech he made in Oakland slang resonates like a motherfucker during this pandemic, man, because people is losing their mentals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They fucking up the chicken or they robbing for the chicken. It's 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 crazy. It's 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 the haves, the have nots, and everybody bored, which means the bored niggas is trying to take something. So protect yourself out here, yeah. man. Keep your head on the swivel. Yeah, that's true. And don't subscribe to any of them crime apps because that shit ain't gonna do nothing but stress you out. Shit. You know what I mean? As, as we was it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> as we was talking, they posted a post. They was like, well, YFM. Well, I don't know what, what it was. Such and such Lucci, whatever the fuck that nigga name is. 
What is it? Y- YFN. Yeah. yeah, YFN Lucci is wanted. Oh, damn. Damn. That was from the crime app. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Actually, it's an <laughs> academics repost, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, they be, man. they be. Oh, they, they. Oh, this is an Instagram shit. I thought it was a full app. So this is like this, they yeah, just this re- Instagram. They just, uh, yeah, it's Instagram. It's ATL okay. Scoop. If you're into crime in Atlanta, <laughs> <laughs> if you like, if you want to stay on the beat of localized crime, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that shit is crazy. I well shit man yeah definitely you know like Ali said man you know just uh you know be diligent out here you know uh protect your mental you know what I mean and uh make the most every day you know what I mean as much as you could do you know uh you know go all out push yourself Enjoy yourself. Enjoy this life, though. Enjoy this life. Don't feel like you ain't living, because if you're not living, you're dying. Just so, even if it ain't where you are, you're still alive. Just stay out Don't the hookah happy bar. With that. I'm sorry. Just stay out. Yeah, please do. <laughs> stay, please, 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 man. And uh, you know, everybody out there battling COVID. Shout out to my man Roy. Um, Ro, pardon me. Um, you know, one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he he going through it. But you know, everybody out there that's going through got, it, man. We got a listener that's going through it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we should have put him all the way out there. I don't know if we want to edit this out, but uh, maybe you just appreciate the support. He did tell me, but you know, yeah, man. Um, yeah, if you going through it, man, you know, we here with you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we hope you get well soon. You recuperate. And you know what I mean? You're back to breathing deep again, you know? But, uh, shit, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. Sheesh.